Welcome back to Philly Take with RB. You know what to do. Go ahead and smash that like button for me. Hit that subscribe if you're new and hit that little teeny tiny notification bell so you're instantly notified whenever I upload or go live. Also, if you have not yet, go ahead and take a second. Check us out on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Help me grow this brand and channel onto multiple platforms. Thank you so much. Leave a rating and a review, and it will be read on one of our next shows. Speaking of which, I think it's time that we go out and read some of our recent reviews. And if we don't hit yours today, we will definitely hit them on an upcoming episode. But we got Kane S here, who says, quality content, true diehard Philly sports fan who isn't afraid to speak his opinion an amazing content creator kane thank you so much philly kid 11 says i love your podcast rb been around on youtube since before 1k and glad to see you doing well this podcast is awesome you easily get five stars can't wait to see what's next up for you love your sports takes time to hit 10k road to 10k in the comments baby yes sir santo 1680s has been watching rb before the sixer season started he's on top of his game since day one whenever i jump into the live streams for one of the games he always makes it interesting thank you weather geek five says i started watching rb middle january 2020 his vids came up in my recommended i decided to click on it right then and there i was a sub his vids are devoid of emotionalism just to get views if he's upset there's a valid reason why he listens to everything logically and methodically to prove a point looks at everything from the opposing view if you want a real philly fan that's logical and sticks to the facts look no further he works hard on the craft and it shows sub did a fire take nation thank you so much i appreciate it and the last one for today again we'll read more as we go forward but aaron cabbage is great sports content Content. RB makes excellent content focused on Philly sports. I 100% highly recommend this podcast. Thank you so much, everybody. Again, leave a rating and a review, and it will be read. Now, getting into today, we have some Sixers rumors going around about our bench, and I think we're going to divide this up as to like a little series here over the next couple weeks in terms of uh, positions of address on the bench. So looking at guards, backup centers, spot up shooters, you get the gist of what I'm saying. Today, we're going to focus on backup guards for the bench. I'm going to give some of my top guys that I've been looking into and who I think we should inquire about. And there's also a rumor going around already about Daryl Morey hogging up them phones, trying to make a move happen already. So let's go ahead and get into it. Um, actually, before we get into the guards, one more thing. So apparently the Sixers were interested in Nemanja Bijelica. I think I'm saying that right. Um, guy from the Kings, 32 years old, a forward, I believe. Uh, people were asking me yesterday if I have any interest in him. And the answer is two words and two words only. Heck no, I don't want Pajelica. The guy stinks. He's on the Kings. And remember a couple years back when he chose the <laughs> he, cho he chose the Sacramento Kings over the Philadelphia 76. All right. Let that guy say, I, I don't want any I don't want any part of him. He's not going to improve our bench on the court, off the court. Uh no. No. But anyway, getting into today. So yesterday, 
Um, a report was going around based off of Jason Dumas, NBA reporter, put this out on Twitter, and he said the Sixers are in the market for a point guard off of the bench. Two players the team has inquired about are Detroit's DeLon Wright and OKC's George Hill, a source tells me. Now, if you guys remember um, what I've been saying for the last couple weeks now, I really feel like we need some experience. We obviously need another guard coming off the bench. Tyrese Maxey had a huge burst for us he looked so good but right now the kid is just young he has a lot of promise I think he's going to develop great I love the pick but right now he just doesn't have the minutes to get under and really get in his rhythm and I, I just think Tyrese Maxey isn't it right now for the playoffs I hope he gets more minutes but I don't think it's going to happen Shake Milton's been banged up he's really our main anchor averaging 14 off the bench Furkan Korkmaz your defenders can come at me all you want the guy stinks he's way too inconsistent he's not going to get it done Isaiah Joe doesn't even get any run anymore. It's like since Furkan came back, Maxi and and, uh, and Isaiah Joe really just don't get anything. So we are in need for a better guard off the bench. We need some experience. Like I've been saying, we need a guy who's going to come in, who's going to know his role. And I think there's some good options out there. So in terms of these two guys, DeLon Wright we'll talk about first. Uh, obviously from the Pistons, if you guys remember weeks back when we played the Pistons, the second game without Joe and DeLon Wright, I think he had 28 points, was going off. Guy is, what, 28 years old. He's been around, bounced around to a couple different locker rooms. This year he's averaging 10 points a game off the bench. He's shooting a high um, clip, I think, from the field, 36 37%, which is um, more than he has in the past. He, he's improved a little bit. It seems like he's kind of at his peak, though, for his standard. Um, he's going to come in, get you some points off the bench. He can handle the ball, but he also plays off the ball, and I, I feel like that's more of his primary position. Um, he's just a nice scorer to come in off the bench. He's not going to make a difference every game. He's not just the main guy I want, but I view the Sixers as, as making multiple moves here for the bench at the deadline. DeLon Wright, I'm a fan of him. I'm not a huge, huge fan of him. He's in a second year of a three-year deal, making $9 million this year. Kind of a hefty price tag, um, but we're going to talk about him a little more in a couple minutes, and you'll see what I mean. Now, getting over to the other guy reported by Jason Dumas, which is George Hill. I am a 100% fan of this. George Hill, if he comes to the Philadelphia 76ers, is a big-time move. George Hill's been on OKC this year. He's only played, I believe, in about 14 games because he does have an injury. And that's the only thing I'm worried about. George Hill's 34 years old. He's a proven vet, but he is getting up there in age and I do want him to stay healthy. But um, I think he's gonna be out for a couple weeks with a right thumb sprain. Other than that, if we can get this guy, especially at a discount because he's injured, I am all for it. He's averaging almost 12 points a game this year. He's shooting 39% from behind the arc. He shot his career high last year, 46% with the Milwaukee Bucks. He was a great piece off the bench for them unfortunately they had to give him away to get drew holiday i still didn't really agree with that um but george hill's been around to a lot of different locker rooms he's been in the league for what feels like forever he's a guy that i'm talking about we need experience we need a guy to come in who's going to know his role and that is george hill he's going to get you four assists off the bench he's going to give you 10 to 12 points and more importantly we need a guy on the floor and i feel like we haven't had this off the bench that just knows the tempo knows where other guys are at and is just going to come in and be that professional and can just kind of create an identity 
somebody off the bench. You know what I mean? I feel like we have that with Shake, but outside of that, we really don't have anything. You bring George Hill in here. He's also in the second year of a three-year contract. He's making nine and a half million dollars this year. I would absolutely pay that for George Hill. I think he can handle himself as well on the defensive side of the ball. He's a great teammate, good locker room guy. I think he comes in here alongside Shake Milton, and he is a guy that makes an impact and has played meaningful basketball late into the season. The, uh, he was in the finals a couple years ago with Cleveland. He's never won a title, but um, definitely a piece. And if he's trying to win his first chip, this is a good situation to try and do that. I think George Hill would be a perfect piece for the Philadelphia 76ers. OKC is going to try to be shipping people out of there. We already did business with them once in the past couple months. We all know how that trade went down. Um, George Hill might be the only guy out of the people we're going to list that might try to get a first in return. I don't think you have to do it, though, especially with the injury. And Daryl Morey knows what he's doing. We've done business with Sam Presti. They're just going to try to get more and more picks. And I think this is a realistic thing. I would definitely go for George Hill. Now, besides those two players, those are the two that were reported. I went and I've been looking up guys of my own. Obviously, we can't name them all today because we don't have enough time, but we'll talk about them over the next couple of weeks. I have five other players. We're just going to run through them um, and talk about why I think they would be good pieces for this team. Uh, the next guy on the list is Wayne Ellington, and we're going to tie into line right here. This is what I was talking about. Wayne Ellington is on a one-year deal making $2.5 million. He also had 20 points the other week against the Sixers. The Pistons are a tragedy. They are going to be a fire sale and they're going to be shipping off pieces left and right. Wayne Ellington this season is averaging 11 points a game off the bench. He's playing 20 minutes plus and he's shooting a high 44% from behind the arc. He's 33 years old. I thought the guy was like 29 or 30. He's 33, has had experience all around and he's just going to come in, like I said, and know his role. Now, if you can package Wayne Ellington with DeLon Wright, and get those two as a duo I really like that we saw the Sixers do that last year with Alec Burks and Glenn Robinson the third gave up I think it was three second round picks and got those two guys in here I could see something similar this year they're not going to demand a first round pick and Ellington's only getting paid a couple million dollars I think this would be a, a really good trade for the Sixers you're getting two guys that can come off the bench play valuable minutes, and more so, they just know their role, and they're going to knock down shots and, and be able to handle themselves on the defensive side. Ellington's got some toughness and grit to him. I really like it. Um, the Pistons are going to, like I said, they're going to be trying to unload guys and get picks, um, and it is what it is. And in terms of Blake Griffin, I know someone asked me about that. No. I don't want Blake Griffin. I love the guy in his prime. Uh, his time is up. But I, I think Ellington and DeLon Wright could be a package deal, and the Sixers should definitely inquire about it. Now, the next guy on my list, and I talked about him before the season, is Lou Williams. A lot of people came at me, but look, and you might ask me, RB, this doesn't make any sense. The Clippers are a winning team. They're a top four team in, in the Western Conference, and they're doing their thing. They're blowing out. I absolutely agree, which is why I don't think this is very likely. But Lou Williams on the final year of a three-year deal, he's making $8 million this year. His play has dropped off significantly. It has dropped off significantly. He's only averaging 12 points a game this year. Um, downwards of, you know, he used to, he's been averaging, what, 20 points a game the last couple years. Great six-man of the year uh, for many years. And he's shooting this year, what, 38% from behind the arc. I think he could use a change of scenery. Um, I know we're kind of getting to the tail end of his career. He's 34 years old, but 
if the Clippers, you'd be surprised how some of these winning teams try to go younger and get picks while still winning. And you never know. I Like I said, I don't think it's likely, but if the Clippers were to inquire about trading him, because they did before the start of this season, I think the Sixers would be a great destination. You bring Lou Will back, who's comfortable in Doc Rivers' system. You have him and Shake Milton coming off the bench. I think that duo would be great. Now, I know a lot of people are mad about the defensive side of it. It's a little suspect, and I get that. And that's definitely a key concern. But... I would I would never say no to bringing Lou Will back. Great locker room guy would hold those boys accountable, and I think he would be great for this team if he was ever available. The next guy we have three more. Next guy, and you might recognize him, Alec Burks. Yeah, that's right, Alec Burks. I still love the guy. I'm I'm upset that the Knicks gave him six million dollars for a one year deal. But at the same time, that might be the key to getting this guy back. The Knicks are six in the East right now. Um, they're having a good year for the Knicks standards, but let's be real. They're not winning a championship. They stink. So if we were able to get our hands back on a guy like Alec Burks coming back, he's averaging, I think, 11 off the bench a game. He's shooting 41.5% from behind the arc. That's what he's done his whole career. We saw how he came in clutch as well in the playoffs until Brett Brown sat him for Howell Neto, which was... Uh, just absolutely disgraceful but Alec Burks is comfortable he knows his role he's 30 30 years old I believe and, he, and he's just going to come off the bench and know how to get the job done I would take him back any day I think the Knicks depending on what happens over the next couple weeks they had another guy I really like Derek Rose I'm surprised they traded for him but you never know they could try to move him as well if things go south in the next couple weeks who knows with the New York Knicks and like whoever knows with them but if Alec Burks was to become available Daryl Moore should definitely inquire about bringing him back um, I love Alec Burks and I think he would still be able to fit right in with this team didn't even get a lot of minutes last year and he still did his job coming over from Golden State I like Alec Burks the second to last guy we have is Patty Mills, a fellow Australian guy who's been around the game for a long time. He's played with the Spurs great this year, averaging 13 points a game off the bench. He's aging like fine wine. He's shooting 40% from outside, and he's just a professional, 32 years old. Another guy that's going to come in. He's not really going to be on the ball like that. And I didn't mention, but Lou Will and Alec Burks could be on the ball when you need them to. Patty Mills is just going to be a 3 and D guy. He might even end up being a starter if we were to inquire and trade for a guy like him. He's in the final year of a four-year deal. He's making $13 million plus this year. A little bit hefty, but hey, Patty Mills is getting it done. The Spurs are in playoff contention right now, but they're not going to be a team that really competes for a championship this year. They could be looking to move a contract like that, get some assets back, because I, I feel like they're going to be building for the future soon. Um... And if Patty Mills was available, I would not hesitate to bring a guy like him in. He's similar to Danny Green in what Doc said. Like, he knows his role. He's going to come in. You don't really have to teach the guy a lot. And he's going to be able to fit in here. A lot of some Sixers fans were talking about him before the season because he was also in trade talks. And I wouldn't mind bringing a guy like Patty Mills in here, even though it's a hefty price, to come in, hit some threes, uh, and play defense for this team. And then the last guy we got 
is Lonzo Ball. The, the New Orleans Pelicans with Stan Van Gundy, I thought, were also going to be a solid team this year. They have fallen by the wayside. Um, they're just tragic as well. Lonzo Ball has been doing his thing, though. I got to give him credit. I didn't like Lonzo early on in his career. I didn't really think that he was deserving of to be a top three or four pick, and he was a number two overall pick. His dad was annoying. Luckily, his dad is kind of cooled down now. He's actually more on Melo's side now. Lonzo just chills and does his thing. He's on the final year. Year of his rookie deal being paid 11 mil this year he starts for the pelicans averaging 14 a game almost and he's shooting uh what 38 percent from behind the arc he'll give you five assists a game he'll give you five rebounds sometimes he'll give you a triple double and he can play defense um having him and for example ben simmons next to each other on the court would be pretty interesting to see um I'm not a huge fan of Lonzo Ball, but the way he's played, I think he deserves a chance to try to come into a spot. He's going to give you 25 minutes a game. Could be a nice sixth or seventh man on his team. Maybe even start once in a while. Um, but Lonzo Ball needs a place to really solidify the next step in his career. He's only 23. He's still getting better. And I'll give him credit because he has started shooting the ball from long range much better than he has the first couple years in his career. Um, you can see his game improving. Lonzo Ball, he's becoming smarter. He's always been a smart player, but you can see he's getting more physical. He's putting on weight and he's really understanding the game from the NBA level. Um, I wouldn't mind him coming in here, running the second unit. Um, as long as his dad stays out of Philly, I'm fine with it. Bring Lonzo Ball in, inquire about him. And hey, the Pelicans are going to be another fire sale kind of opportunity. Could you potentially package JJ Redick with a Lonzo Ball? Maybe another player similar to that, Eric Bledsoe, even though he's making a lot of money. Um, there were also other guys like Bledsoe, Terry Rozier that I liked, but they're just making too much money. Maybe as a starter, but I don't know. We'll talk about them some other day. Um, but yeah, these are really my five guys in addition to the other two we heard about. Um, we're definitely in need of guards off the bench. I think we're going to make at least one or two moves or at least one package move. Get a couple players in here because our bench desperately needs it right now. We're seeing it. We need experience. We need guys that know the roles and are going to come in and solidify this second unit because the East is wide open. The Sixers have a chance here to go and make a championship run. And Daryl Morey said it himself. We're going to use our pieces at the right time and it's championship or bust. You guys let me know all your thoughts down below. Appreciate you guys for tuning in. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe, and I'll catch you on the next one, man. Peace. Perfect. Perfect. Perfect.